Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Welcome to Life Point. I'm glad you're listening today. It's a great day. And the day I'm uh, broadcasting in, it's going to be 100 degrees. You won't, I, I don't know what the temperature will be the day you listen to this and no middle to late August, but it's 100 today I'm doing this, and it is hot. And in the studio with me, I have one of my very best friends. His name is Pastor Don Bertelson. He, he pastored the Oregon Trail Church of God for 20 years, and now he worships with me over at Cloverdale and also uh, runs uh, my maintenance uh, over there. So, Don, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, it's a pleasure, Tom. I always look forward to it. I know I made you come because I had to come, and Don and I had some errands to do, and I said, just stop by. And so, I, you know, I'll, just, I'll ask him a question or two as we go here, but to know he's here listening, but uh, we've, we've had a good time, and Don has certainly been a gifted pastor over the years and loves people and, uh, and loves the Word of God, and, and I think he loves uh, that we can share God's truth on the radio too. But, you know, I like what I like about our Bibles is a lot of them have the red-letter edition, and folks, you know what that is. That's Jesus' words, and so you look at those words. They're very powerful, and, you know, his words are big because you know they come from our Lord's mouth. And I, I love that. And I'm going to share a few verses, but it's going to be in a minute or two. So so hold tight. Uh, sometimes they say, well, are you going to get to the scripture or not? Yes, I'm going to get to the scripture. I always have three or four or five scriptures uh, within my messages. And, uh, and some people like to go straight down the scripture. And I do that now and again, especially in Psalms. But today I'm doing something a little bit different. You know, in life, you know, we enjoy certain things. And uh, Pastor Don and I both really like food. We, we, one thing, in fact, we went today to the Matador Mexican restaurant and, and had a pretty good meal. Don, you had a burrito. Verde uh, burrito. Yeah, and you said it was pretty good. Very good, very good. Yeah. I, go on back there. And my wife, she likes the uh, tortilla soup there. She went with us, and she had a good time. But, you know, there's a lot of things you like. In fact, when I was doing this message, I, 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 mean, I was telling my, my parishioners that we have a new phone system, and I said, so you got to look up everybody's name, Pastor Don, our pastor, TJ, Pastor Max, and Pastor Tom. So I was looking at, it was going out on a on a newsletter, and my secretary didn't get pastor in front of my name. It said Pastry Tom. And I thought, oh, now that is a, I thought of, if there's an error, that, that's kind of a, a comical error because, Don, as you well know, you and I both like pastry. Yep, yep, that's that's our weakness. Yeah, and you're a, you are a, what is that? Uh, the apple fritters. Apple fritter, I man. love apple fritters. And I'm a guy with like icing, you know, and like cream filled and all that kind of thing. All the things I shouldn't have. Yeah. You know, you wonder why I fought weight my whole life. Well, that's the reason. But I like I like a good meat too. But you know, I like my my meat cooked very, very perfectly. I want a perfectly cooked prime rib or a filet mignon, a great filet mignon. Don, you and I have been to the country kitchen in Portland together. And man, I mean, they make that steak. It's just exactly how you want it. Yeah, and we travel all that way to Portland just for that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There we go. But I'm not bugs for a slab of meat sitting in blood on a plate. So I don't order a rare steak. I got a friend of mine that she orders it rare, and they say, how rare? And she says, as rare as you can get it. And I can tell you this, that I think sometimes that steak goes moo. I mean, because it is ridiculously rare. But I usually order it medium, or, but not medium rare. Okay, medium, not medium rare. And listen to this for a moment. I'm sure you need a little tidbit about cooking. And I know you're thinking, where's this show going? Well, I'm getting there. Hold tight. If medium rare, which is cooked at 138 degrees, is still too rare for you, and medium, which should be at 142 degrees, is just a little too cooked, you order it medium rare plus. 
And folks, yes, that's a real thing. Most cooks know that medium rare plus means it's between medium rare and medium. And I, that's the way I want it. In fact, medium rare plus should be cooked at a perfect 140 degrees. Now you know how uh, to cook a steak. In fact, when I shared this message at church, I showed a picture of a perfectly cooked medium rare plus steak. Well, the point I want to make with this, I'm getting, taking a long time, is in this world we have a lot of options. We love options. In fact, this sermon's called Option One. But choosing the correct, correct option is very important in many of our area of choices. And now that I've given you a cooking tip, I also want to give you a parenting tip. I've been to restaurants with parents that had a menu to, gave a menu to a young child and said, hey, what would you like? Choose whatever you want. And guess what? They choose inevitably the most expensive thing on the menu or something they cannot finish. I've watched more parents let their kids order $10, $11 things and they'd eat about two bites of it. Oh, I didn't like this. You know, instead of, instead of getting the menu, choosing three items for them and to choose for one of these three and then you're choosing items that you know that would be healthy for them and they wouldn't waste. And you get, because folks, giving your child the world doesn't make them wiser or more independent. It makes them spoiled. We must understand we live in a have-it-my-way culture. We customize about everything for our satisfaction. Burger King has been telling us for years, have it your way, have it your way. Don, how do you have your hamburger? I mean, you know. Everything but cheese. Everything but cheese. That's right. You don't eat cheese because it's causing some yeah. issues, you know. And But, uh, you know, well, I order. They can put everything else on it. You know, I order mine everything but tomato. And the funny thing is I love tomato, but I just don't want it on my burger because I don't want it that thick. Well, my daughter, Kaylee, she, she was really finicky growing up. She isn't now, but she would go to uh, Burger King, and so she'd say, I want a cheeseburger minus a lettuce, pickle, onion, and meat. And they said, oh, you want a cheese sandwich? No, she said, I want a cheeseburger. Yeah, but that was just, she did that forever. My wife and I is just, oh, my goodness. And, you know, and. And I, and I showed a picture, by the way, of a, a Burger King burger when I was doing this message, too. Just, to, you know, we have a lot of options, a lot of choices. And when you get, I'm almost done with the prelim here. Hold on, folks. When you get uh, coffee somewhere, you go, you get, you have gobs of choices. I make mine simple. I want an iced, medium, sugar-free, non-fat caramel latte. That's what I want. I want it either Dutch bro, a human bean, or, or a cup of Joe's. That's those three places where I, I get mine. I like all three of them, but that's how I order them. When my daughter worked at Dutch Bros, she had a she had to pass a huge quiz. I, I think it's 200-plus questions, and you had to get a 95 or above to get hired. Well, my daughter has a photographic memory, and it's amazing. She got 100 on that quiz, and they told her you were the first one in several months that has got 100% because you have to tell them everything's in all these drinks. It was amazing. I saw the, I saw the study sheet, Don, and I can tell you I'd never been hired. There's not a way in the world. But let's get to the meat of what I'm trying to talk about in the last five minutes here because options are not bad, but options can creep into your faith. Avoiding hasty decisions is important, and that's something we do. Sometimes in our options, you know, we make hasty decisions. We make poor decisions because we don't think about them, because we just want to do it. And you know, Don, that I'm highly impatient. You, you've gathered that. You've been around me more than a lot of people. And But, you know, when it comes to major things, man, you gotta you got to weigh your options. Listen to what David says in Psalm 27, 14. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart, and then wait for the Lord. What does he say twice there? Wait. Wait for the Lord. I can tell you, for me, it's not easy. 
It's not easy for a lot of people. We think we know God has the answers, and so we want Him to give us those answers now. You pray for things. You ever done that, Don? Or are you? Oh no, I, never, never. Oh, good. Okay, course, good. I I ask and I want right now. I want I want it right now. And and waiting is it's hard for you too. Hard that's for why me too. that's probably why we're best friends. Yeah, because yep. we um don't. We don't have patience. We do not have patience, but there's times, and David says, you know, wait on the Lord. We want to serve a God that snaps his fingers and answers our questions now. I tell people when they're praying for healing, praying for jobs, praying for a future spouse, you know, be patient. Trust in God. It's, it's, it's kind of funny coming from my mouth, but it's something that I know I work on. But we like keeping our options open when it comes to God. Customizing our faith doesn't work. We want the warm and fuzzy God. We want to order in a feel-good God and feel-good Christianity without the trust and obey part. We live in a culture that actually likes Jesus Christ to some degree, but we want to make Jesus the way we want him. We want to capsulize him. Jesus, I, I love you, but this is the way it's going to be. Some say we customize our relationship with him, and that thinking leads to a lot of contradictions. Hollywood in general is pretty messed up about God, and sadly, most of our entertainment comes from here. We have become numb to the way that has creeped into our lives. There's an actress, I won't even say her name, first name is Sarah, I won't say her whole name, but you would know probably her name if I said her whole name. But she said this, I believe in an idea of God, although it's my own personal idea. She said she has a whole, that she had a whole list of religions that she's taken everything from and she's customized her own religion. Well, good for you, honey, but that's not what God is. God is God. You can't make him up. So many people now that... that they try to make it him their way. Take their faith. They want to add and subtract what they want to make it fit. Jesus was pretty good about turning status quo on his head. God-inspired word speaks to us. And Jesus is having a conversation with his followers. And try talking, and, he's, and they're trying to talk to him about heaven, what the future holds. And he's promising them new life. And Thomas gets into the equation. This is what I was talking about earlier, the red letter edition. You read Jesus' words. Well, these are Jesus' words. In John 14, 5 and 6, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going. So how can we know the way? And folks, I'm thinking in my, my mind, Thomas has been walking with Jesus for several years. What do you mean you don't know where the way you're going? Haven't you learned that? Or were you blind to that? And I think sometimes, Don, we have blinders on. We just don't see. God has something right in front of us. And he needs leading us, but we don't see it. Because sometimes maybe it's we're not looking in the right ways. Like you were just saying, we look at other options. Yeah, we're looking at other options. We're looking at other ways. We're making other ways that's going to seem easy to us because we want it easy. Well, this is what else he said. Jesus said, Thomas said, Lord, we not know where you're going, so uh, how do we know the way? And Jesus answered him that. Listen, folks, he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. And listen to this part. No one comes to the Father except through me. Folks, Jesus has it right. There are not multiple options. There is only one way to get to eternal life, and that is through Jesus Christ. There are not multiple choices or multiple ways. He says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one, I emphasize, no one comes to the Father except through me. When he says no one, I believe it. But many folks want to make their own doctrine up. And it's going to be a sad day when they come face to face with the Lord Jesus Christ and they're, they're held accountable for the choices they made. 
Well, Don, this has been one fast show today, and I didn't even get to the just a little bit of the meat, but I'm going to get to the meat tomorrow. You're going to join me again? I'll be here again. I am so glad. And folks, thanks for tuning in. May God richly bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.